0: The following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling
1: Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, he is your host of the PWT cast,
2: bang bang what is up you guys welcome to episode 140 of the pwt cast my name is scrum and this is the official podcast of pro wrestling tees we bring you this podcast right here in this very feed uh for free every monday if you already aren't make sure you're following us on social media we're at pwt cast on instagram and twitter uh and if you want to hear some more additional content uh head over to patreon patreon.com forward slash pwt cast uh all you uh wonderful patrons and uh past patrons uh who were owed things everything has gone out i I know people were letting me know they received their stuff uh you know a plethora of, of stickers and magnets <laughs> um there was one other item that i did have planned uh but i accidentally only ordered a limited amount and uh they were not cool so uh but it's fine you guys will be getting all your other things. And of course that's patreon.com forward slash PWT So you want to sign up, you can sign up for as low as five bucks. Actually you can sign up for the $3 tier. Um, that doesn't really get you much though. You get put on the Christmas card list. Um, but, uh, yeah, you can sign it for as low as 5 bucks if you want to go ahead. And that pretty much just comes with uh, you get an additional episode every week in the form of Scrump and Stinks Family video. Last week, uh, we welcomed the month of April uh, by talking myself and Mark Villanueva. It was uh, the week of Mark, actually, because we had him on the podcast. And then uh, we talked Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Uh, this week, my with uh, with a big wrestling theme that was, uh, you know, this weekend – so i probably should have released it last week uh but uh, myself and uh jeremy zaha occasional guest on here we um we we talked uh beyond the mat uh of course a famous wrestling documentary uh, essentially revolves around uh jake the snake roberts um mankind oh who the fuck is the other person you know Terry funk yeah there you go Terry funk's retirement can you guys believe it Terry funk retires in 1997 and then never wrestles again uh, but of course you, you can go ahead and uh, sign up for that uh, patreon.com forward slash Pwt cast forward um, slash PwT cast to pick up a PWT cast shirt while you're picking up uh, the 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 last remnants of of the Cody shirts because they'll be gone forever. Uh probably not. Probably not forever. Or who knows, maybe. I don't know. Cody said he was never leaving the AEW and now there he is. Um but of course I'm I'm joined this week by uh my my partner in crime as she sips her ginger ale, which we're a big ginger ale family here, uh in this household. Uh my wonderful girlfriend Veronica. Veronica, how are you doing?
1: I'm not doing good at all. Why? I'm upset. Why? Because I was April Fooled and it took me two days. <laughs> Actually, it's already April Fourth. So <laughs> yeah, so it it's April. Yeah. It took me quite a few days to figure it out now,
2: that uh, I, that I was bamboozled. For those underwear, uh Veronica fucking hates April Fools.
1: It's the dumbest day ever.
2: She has nonstop been telling me how much she hates April Fools. How it's, which I, and like I told her, I was like, it's weird because I don't know about you guys, like listening, like April Fools. It, it was more so one of those things that like people like did on like tv uh, like in tv and in the movies and things like that like uh, i don't know who knows but there's probably some people listening right now that are like what are you stupid you know we were always pranking fucking old man jensen were you not fucking pranking anyone loser uh no i, I wasn't <laughs> uh again it was just not a thing that like my friends really did um
1: i mean i'm not saying my like friends i just hate the day i hate the idea of the day i think it's stupid
2: yeah again and you how'd you get bamboozled
1: I wasn't even thinking about what day it was because I had seen all kind. Of, well, I actually didn't see a lot of jokes online this year, but like, I don't think like people on their April Fools' jokes are funny. I think the equivalent to how angry I get over April Fools is just like when like you go to work and it's the end of the week before New Year's and they're like, "See you next year." <laughs> I hate that. Oh no, I, I do think that. I'm big. on Oh that. god, I hate that. Well, so that's how I feel about April Fools. So I was scrolling on Twitter, and Zach Bagans tweeted a photo.
2: Who's Zach Bagans?
1: The he he's on Ghost Adventures. Like he is like the ghost hunter. Like he is the
2: ghost adventurer.
1: Yeah, if if the, if he could be any adventurer e, he, he would be. But he had tweeted like she said yes, and he's holding a hand, and like someone has a ring, and I was like. I didn't know he was dating anyone. I was like, "Oh, you know what? Good for Zach! Like, finally he found a girl that doesn't think his spooky shit's all weird. Because that's what happens. Like, he says he's even dated a ghost before. Like, you know, he's he's just Zach Bacon. He, he can do cool stuff like that. Um, so like, I thought it was I thought it was real. Like, I didn't think of what day it was or nothing. And I just liked the photo and I moved on. I liked the tweet and moved on. So randomly, I'll get emails about. Someone tweeted this, like, from Twitter or whatever. And sometimes I'll click on it just to see what it was. But all in all, I don't care. I'll go on Twitter if I want to see it. But I had an alert for him. And he said, come on, y'all. I did the same April Fool's last year, even though it does kind of look like my thumb. Because he's holding the hand in the picture. And I just immediately, like, I just am so pissed off right now. Because I was fooled. I was fooled. And I'm upset. I fucking hate April Fool's Day. And I'm just really upset about this.
2: Uh, well, lucky for you, there. Uh, I did not prank you. Um,
1: lucky it, for you, you did not prank me. Not, not lucky me. Lucky <laughs> you. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, I, I don't know. It's just not really my thing. Like again, like I don't, I don't know. Just not my thing. Um, I
1: hate it. I hate it so much.
2: Yeah, no, it's it's definitely not fun. It's not a funny thing. Um, <laughs> ghost adventure i got you uh yeah but uh i mean the only really like practical joke that i can think of that was like played on like the majority audiences was uh sony released morbius the living vampire movie and if listen if you thought if you thought old mike from tennessee was getting like eaten up in the quote tweets boy was that fucking morbius movie just like dog shit like everyone was just like this is like the amount of like it's pretty much like the general consensus that like the worst superhero movies of like the modern day are like there's the uh fantastic four reboot uh fan four stake if any of you guys have seen the little michael b jordan and and all them that one was fucking like the worst marvel movie uh was and you know the worst like dc one was like this uh, was a uh, suicide squad the amount of people that I saw – like, I saw a bunch of TikToks of people, like, grabbing the DVD and they're like, don't worry. Like, it's no longer you anymore. Um, yeah. I guess – I don't know. It's just, like, a mangled. like, I was ne- I was never interested in seeing it. Like, so, Sony's so weird in that, like, they won't give up Spider-Man yeah. to Marvel. And instead, they're like, we know how much you guys love Spider-Man, right? Everyone's like, yeah. And they're like, we know how much you love – the Giant rogues gallery of uh, you know, villains that he has, right? Everyone's like, fuck yeah, we love them, and they're like, well, guess what? We're gonna do movies about those villains, and everyone's like, with Spider Man, right? And they're like, well, no, because uh, we already lent out Spider Man to Marvel, so it's like, it's weird, like, it's specifically because in the trailer, like in the trailers for that movie they teased appearances from all three spider-men and mm-hmm. by all accounts i'm sorry it's spoilers if if anyone listening to this is wanting to see and hasn't already like seen people just eat it up online i'm sorry but apparently like, they're like no no spider-man shop there's no references to spider-man for for some reason we we showed all this stuff and then there was like this like a weird interview with the director where he's just like i don't know i shot my stuff and like they just didn't include any of it um or they included stuff i didn't shoot so i don't know that was pretty much the only like april fools prank that like
1: that was i just saw that trending and it knows a prank so
2: that's you know well, I, I, uh, here
1: we go again no no
2: I, i'm i'm not it wasn't an actual prank i'm saying it is a prank that sony pulled uh, i'm i'm speaking more metaphorically than i am literally I they, just, they they played a fucking joke and released that joke of a movie is what i'm saying oh uh, okay okay yeah. i got you
1: for a second you know whatever and, you know i was i was hanging out at home and i was just telling my sister because i like obviously a list of things that i hate i don't know if anyone else keeps those but i do and i add to it constantly yeah she I she has it. a
2: physical list of things that she hates yeah it, i just hate everything and i think everything there is are stupid. very
1: specific things that i hate and i was talking about how much i hated april fool's day my nephew's like do you know why you hate april fool's day because you get tricked and i was like beat it nerd I was like, get out of here <laughs> No, it's not why. I just think it's a stupid day. Ugh.
2: Uh yeah. I mean, you know You were hey, tricked. How was I tricked?
1: With your Bevy machine.
2: I mean it wasn't real. Like we have a bevy machine at work which <laughs> like uh, for those of you it's like it dispenses water. You know
1: But if you wanted a cup of mac and cheese,
2: yeah. So I, the 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 way the interface of this is basically it's a it's a, it's a menu. Five options with a little QR code, so you can just have your you use your phone to fill it up instead of pressing it. Uh, there's normally water in the middle, four options around the side, which is like, um, you know, it'll be like pomegranate juice, uh, like I don't know things like that. I the only drink raspberry, so good raspberry, yeah, grape, like things like that. And in this instance, it was a uh, pickle brine mac and cheese miso soup and baked beans and boy was i disappointed that i did not get mac and cheese
1: Miso horny no <laughs> Miso <Me> stupid
2: <laughs> oh hey i got a connection to the 40 year old virgin and as far as uh his his toys go this was a story that i i was talking about very dearly um but um yeah no i, I again i was i was not i mean i guess no i wasn't pranked really i didn't
1: good good for you
2: good yeah, good for me um also good for me i finally did something uh that i'd been putting off forever i'm i'm very big procrastinator you know like i just i'm i'm very i get busy and then i just fucking procrastinate mm-hmm. uh this weekend be, with this weekend having it been wrestlemania weekend there were so many podcasts that were being put out i'm so behind on all my podcasts like i west buddy i'm i'm going to catch up I promise i haven't listened to you i haven't listened to draft pod either like i'm just i'm so fucking behind because there's been so much shit that's been coming out that i'm just like all right all right please like just like normally there's weeks where i'm just like fuck i went through everything uh i don't know let me go let me go back and listen to kevin smith podcast from 2013 what a, what a simpler time um but yeah it was wrestlemania week weekend this week um admittedly did the only two things i watched were uh Cody Rhodes' entrance, we watched Cody Rhodes make his, his return, his entrance, while we were out at dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and then later on in the night, uh, Stone Cold Stone Cold come back, which, um, I mean, you're not a WWE fan, right? No. Yeah, so... It w- I
1: mean, it's... I'll watch, you know, it's, I mean, it's entertaining, like, it can be, but, like, just... I mean, that was a very kind way of putting it. It was. It's enough for me to, like, Keep my attention at least for a little bit Like last night I don't know if you noticed I was like oh this is cool and then like I just didn't look again
2: <laughs> Yeah I, I mean again I'm someone I am, I am as jaded Of a WWE fan as as can be I'm not um, a WWE fan I, I I was listen I, I was a diehard. I was like, there, like there's a meme Where there's you know there's like this one Guy that's like stand up for WWE with a guy Like on his knee putting up a fist That used to be me but it's just I don't know it's uh, too much entertainment, not enough sports for my liking. I would like yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. You know. You and listen, I'm just, I'm going to be biased towards AEW. Um, and also, but like, yeah, like I didn't really care. Like, um, again, like with Cody, like Cody returning, everyone was like, oh, and I'm like. Cool. Yeah. Like, cool. <laughs> like, and, 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 and like I've said it, I've said it, Like I'm not one of these weird, like you should fucking. Uh, you should burn because you fucking betrayed us or i'm gonna get all my cody shirts and my cody toys and fucking set them in a bonfire and tag you on twitter because that's fucking mental like it's just fucking it's just straight up like mental like behavior that people like can do on twitter but it's like wrestling twitter it's twitter in general i'm not gonna say just wrestling twitter it's twitter in general
1: wrestling twitter is a dark side though like you'll get some cool people UL, you well,
2: you fucking, and then
1: you'll get these fucking psychos that just know everything and take the fun out of everything. The, like,
2: the creepiest there is a there's a, a a wrestling Twitter account called like uh like Cringe Wrestling or something like Wrestling Cringe or something like that, and they always post the things they post. I'm just like yikes, like there's almost always like so much secondhand embarrassment there will be yeah like there was like some women's match and if someone was just like i want to sniff that mat so bad like it's always like weird things like that um
1: gross i always see tiktoks like that about guys that are like these girls get up from the gyms and want to go sniff their seat and i'm like that's the fucking creepiest thing i ever heard i don't know like how you just said that out loud watched it, edited it, and then posted it online and thought it was okay. Yeah, like- we need
2: more tick we need more TikToks like uh old Jeremy Zaha's uh, TikToks.
1: His God. We are i was sitting in the car and scrumps pumping gas and i opened tiktok and the first thing i see is cousin jeremy's face on my for you page and i'm like fucking finally some good content (laughs) and it it was actually a pretty good video
2: it was was a good video yeah uh (laughs) shout out cousin jeremy yeah shout out cousin jeremy um yeah i don't know i just thought i was like what fuck like cody's a fucking lame like what a lame thing like it was one of like uh, um (sighs) i i've said it before i have plenty of times like i understand why he left you know he he was he was witty he was witty and buzz in uh in toy story you know andy got all these brand new toys and in cm punk and daniel bryan and here comes mox mox is returning and here's adam cole and here's keith lee and here's here's samoa joe like I get it, brother. I get it. You know, like he is no longer like the, the shiny toy. Like everyone was so that nobody cared. I will always go back to my favorite, one of my favorite moments in fucking wrestling ever. His Cody throws his belt at the Chicago show, and they fucking grab that and throw it right back, and it was like. You just saw how angry this guy was, and I like Cody. I I genuinely do. I like
1: Cody, but he hasn't been the
2: shiny toy for quite some time, and I, and that's why I'm like I get it. Like they like the WWE is going to pay you hand over fist. Do just, what you got to do, you it, know? Yeah, hey boo, do what you got to do. But again, I was just like, no, I was like, it's just it's lame. Like
1: yeah, it, yeah.
2: Especially because I'm like the like brother. All the shit you talked, like it, it it is the it's you know it's the equivalent of that person who's like, you know fuck fuck my ex girlfriend or fuck my my ex boyfriend I'm never getting back with them and then you see like you see them post uh, together yeah you see them post like a, a picture
1: hashtag ten years together but they were broken up for like six months at one point
2: yeah yeah and that's WWE and and that's Cody mm-hmm. you know where he's now suddenly he's just like I love WWE because they're letting me make a movie about my dad and it's like dude all that shit you talked
1: my calzone uh that i was eating was more entertaining than that entrance
2: well i mean that was the thing i was saying i was like listen i was like they were gonna get like to me i was like no he's gonna keep the entrance he's gonna do everything but even then it just it felt weird because like it wasn't like like I've... they didn't shoot it the way like and i again i like his entrance i like the fucking he has an entrance song for his entrance song you know, and like, I say what you will about downstate, like, you know, fucking go to road, go to road. I, I, I like the song. Yeah, um
1: I just, I wasn't impressed. And then like, you know, it, it was freezing and stuff. Like, cause we were watching it on oh, your phone yeah.
2: and it didn't. I, yeah. So it was fine. And then of course, uh, yeah, Stone Cold makes a return. And like, um, I've said it before i know some people have this love and adoration for stone cold steve austin i understand everything he's done for the business by the time i started watching wrestling he was the occasional guest referee and then a podcaster so to me that's who he is again i i i understand the appeal i understand reason for wrestling i've gone back and watched that you know the 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 hits you know the the matches against the rock the undertaker matches the him versus brett fucking awesome match awesome fucking match don't care you know to me it's like wrestling starts in 2004 and anything before that it's just fucking boomer wrestling i mean
1: there's nothing wrong with that you know just at least you're honest
2: you know like yeah like i that's why like i say it to to matt nicks all the time like he'll be like yeah he like he'll make a, a a reference to like wrestling and i'll be like oh i don't know who those people are but do you remember do you remember when Renee Dupree and Kenzo Suzuki were smackdown tag team champions and he gets so mad because he's like no nobody remembers but i'm like yeah i do uh but no i mean and i'm a big kevin owens fan like i i have over here somewhere over on the couch the the signed uh, you know uh 8 by 10 by him Mm-hmm. I, I talk all the time about like one of my favorite memories ever was um friend of the show marty De Rosa. he uh he had a, a comedy show over at the lincoln lodge and uh a bunch of ring of honor wrestlers were there and one of the bits he did was he brought kevin owens on stage and kevin owens would just repeat marty's set but in french you know, so Marty would make a joke, and Kevin Owens would do exact same everything that Marty was doing, but in French, uh, and it was fun, and I remember afterwards, after that, he was like, uh, hey, can you, uh, can you give him a ride, and I wound up giving him a ride, and he was just such a cool fucking person, you know, r- really nice guy, um, so it was awesome, it was awesome for me to fucking see that guy, you know, like, get that fucking main event spot, do that stuff, but like, I don't know the ma- I don't know to me. I was just bored. Like I could yeah. tell you, I was like, "What's?" I was like, "Why are they fucking? Why are they working so light?" Like, beat the shit out. Like, yeah, listen, yeah. D- d- it was this,
1: just like my I, my brother's like, "That's why I can't watch this." And um, uh, he's like, "It's just so fake." I'm like, "Well, no shit." You yeah. know what else is fake? That stupid show you watch. Like, get out of here.
2: I get it. It was Austin's first match in like I don't know something like twenty fucking years. I don't know. In his shorts and his knee
1: braces.
2: But it's like it's like I don't know, man. It's like for someone who talked for someone who talked all that shit about Cena not fucking hitting hard enough, you sure you were sure fucking out there fucking throwing hey, those grandpa hey, punches hey, like?
1: Calm down.
2: Again, hey, to me it's like. It, it, I don't know. I didn't watch part anything of part two of WrestleMania. I know he came out and, and did some shit, so maybe he was hitting a little harder then. Um but yeah, I mean listen, that, that's pretty much as far as that's as much as uh WrestleMania recap that you're gonna get from us, head over to post wrestling. Those boys have fucking got that shit covered down to the fucking T. Um Yeah.
1: One of my friends from high school, we played softball together, she got married on three sixteen, her and her husband and what? Huh? What? She got married on three sixteen. Her husband. Hus- oh, get out of here! <laughs> she got married her and her husband, and they what? had someone dressed like Stone Cold and come out like during the reception. It was fucking
2: cool. I've talked about <laughs> it before. When I won, when I won the freelance Kill Halloween you. Battle Royale, uh, <laughs> I was in costumes and I couldn't take any wrestling moves. And uh, one of the guys who does the lighting for, uh, I believe he does the lighting. He does some technical aspect for freelance he was he came dressed that day just like stone cold and he came out and gave uh bd smooth one of the guys that i came down to the ring with uh a stunner and i remember i was just so sad because he was like like, before we're like going over he's like yeah he's like do you want to take the stunner and i was like there's nothing more than i would want than to win this battle royale and then have you who this guy looked he looked just like fucking stone cold it was like I
1: mean, it's not very hard.
2: It's a big, <laughs> muscular white dude in fucking jorts and an Austin three sixteen shirt. Yeah, I was like, there's nothing more than I would want <laughs> than for you to come out and give me a stunner. But I physically cannot move in this stupid fucking costume. So he didn't, and so that was a bummer. But
1: but hey, still the champion.
2: I'm still undefeated. Yeah. Retired. Yeah. Retired, undefeated, baby. That's where the Undertaker fucking that's where his hubris got him. Twenty something no? No, 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 you idiot. Retire. Um But uh yeah. Again, th- that that sort of happened. Um man you know it's gonna be a little bit of a longer intro i mean it's 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 a pretty long episode with eric um but just really quickly i'm just fucking hit some bullet points then because we already fucking drugs
1: delaney will thank you
2: yeah i love fucking drugs delaney drugs delaney i sent you some stuff i hope you got it again everyone else i i sent some stuff out to them to help drugs got it because i fucking love drugs drugs delaney not drugs like drugs, drugs. I'm
1: gonna post all the Instagrams of you drinking my beer at restaurants.
2: Stop! Every time we, every time we go out to eat, I, I have my fucking my soda pop, and she'll put her beer in front of it and take a picture. It looks like I'm drinking beer out of a straw, like mm. some sort of an animal. Yeah,
1: I love that. um Nice little lie you got
2: going there. I, what, so I mentioned like putting things off. One of the things I've been putting off for a while, and I was watching Dexter and New Blood. Um, you of course you mentioned you only ever saw a few episodes of uh, of the original dexter and i mentioned i was like it's a fucking awesome show last season sucks but again it was one of those like uh it was very contractually obligated fucking things that they like had to do so it just it wasn't good it it wasn't good all around michael c hall was like just coming out of like remission for for his cancer he was just going through a divorce with his fucking wife who's on the show like very weird, just very weird all around, um, and again, not, not to get too much into spoilers, because I know, I don't know, some people might not just have been caught up for, I know it's been out for a while now, but, um, and I know, you won't really have much to say about it, but I I thought it was awesome, like, I thought it was, it was a good way to sort of cap off that story in a satisfying, question mark, way, (sighs) because of course, that, that was the biggest complaint, the season fucking ends on a, like, a, a, a downer of a fucking note, and uh, like, and not even a downer note. It was just like, really, that's it. That's how you're gonna fucking end it. And they rectify that with this, you know, again with it being ten years later. <clears throat> um, and I, again, I I thought it was cool. Like they definitely, it was definitely modernized, like to the point where, and again, not a spoiler in any sort of means. Um, but like the one thing that I kept telling you, where I was like, I was like, I. I was like, I really enjoyed the way, like, there's there's a subsection of, of, of podcasters and TikTok people that love, 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 love true crime stuff. They fucking love true crime stuff. And in that universe, if you know, if, if you watch a show, within that universe, there are two fucking serial killers that you would know about that we would be talking about one is the trinity killer and the other one is the bay harbor butcher and sure enough like they're like yeah here's this true crime podcast in which they cover both those things and i I just i thought that was really cool um and yeah again like i enjoyed it i wound up all fucking 10 episodes this week thanks to my shout out to my uh insomnia that didn't let me sleep so i was able to watch Dexter. uh but yeah Go ahead and, and uh, watch some watch Dexter New Blood or if any of you guys have seen it, let me know what you think about it because uh, I can't keep just telling Veronica about these things that she has no reference to.
1: Also, let us know your thoughts on Fresh. We're still waiting on that. I uh, I've referred it to a few people.
2: I've, all the people that I've seen like like it, love it.
1: I loved it, but you know, I told my friend watch Fresh, no context. And I knew the moment he did, because I got a text at 10.30 at night, and it was like, you sick fuck. And I was like, (laughs) did you like it? (laughs)
2: Um, Well, listen, yeah, watch fresh and and let us know what you think. Um, I would go ahead and and head on over to this interview with Eric. It took a few times to actually get it done. Thankfully, we got it done. Uh, And yeah, again, Eric is someone who, I mean, you you hear me ramble on about how much, uh, you know, much i love the guy he's he's a staple there at uh pro wrestling tees and you know we we get into a, a variety of things it, it's it's one of my favorite things when um just whenever i have people on and they're like what are we going to talk about and i'm just like i don't know i'm just going to talk like don't get me wrong sometimes there are things that i'm just like oh i definitely want to you know address a b and c yeah but i don't know sometimes i'm just like i don't know Just gonna well, wing it. yeah fucking hot mic in front of us and you know it is what it is. Uh, so, hey, without any further ado, let's go ahead and get into this week's interview with uh, Pro Wrestling Tea's uh, shipping coordinator or shipping supervisor, I believe is his title, uh, Eric Zisselman. This May, I will have been here at the job at One Hour Tea's Pro Wrestling, his creative ventures, all under the same umbrella. I will have been here for about seven years now, which is crazy to me because I've. I've not been anywhere for seven years, and uh, part of that job, part part of uh, I guess the bright side of it has been like how much we've grown, because of course when I started there, uh, you know it was I was reception, you know uh, sort of rose up the ranks, and Mm -hmm. it was just such a smaller scale operation. In fact, with everything we did, um, more so with shipping, because of course at the time pro wrestling tees, it was a thing. It, It kept us busy nowhere near the scale that it does now and of course again starting there uh one of the things that you just do at least with most new jobs is you uh you just sort of try to make friends sort of try to talk and uh again with pro wrestling because if any of you guys have been to the shop or have watched the documentary like pro wrestling tees now gets a whole side of an of a building for them they all have their desks they're all doing all their work and all that stuff um it used to just be one tiny little desk shoved into a corner um like to the point where like again to it's laughable to to think that we did that much work in in that such a tiny of an area but yeah no that's what it was and one of the people that did the shipping uh you know he he also sort of has uh risen up the ranks of course you know he, he was just a he was just a lonely shipper you know just uh to ship and things and now you know he's uh he, he manages the whole shipping department at least one of them because again we are now at the point we have two separate shipping departments one in the warehouse one in one of our warehouses not even just the warehouse one in one of our warehouses and then you know uh the core base that we have here as well as he takes up a residence over on a He press island which uh you know, if any of you guys have or listened to the episode with Mark, then well, the, you, you'll know what that is. He just he helps with heat presses too. Of course, he's now we're now two of the grizzled vets who have just been there longer than we have. You know, of, of it's weird because like so, people who have been there longer than us, and I didn't by that much, maybe by a year or two, will tell stories of like the good old days, and it's and it's one of those things where I'm just like, ah, oh, yeah, man, wish I could have been around for those good old days. But then, when you get the, you know, your 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 Johnnies and your Marks and your Rays, who you start telling them stories, and it's just like, oh shit! Now I'm telling stories of, of the good old days. Uh, so, you know, this man, of course, he he's been on the front lines with me now for for the entire time, and uh, he was on a while back. There was a, a whole bit cut out about an Atlantis theme bar mitzvah, um, which maybe we'll get into now. I don't really remember much but uh, uh as as much as we just said we were going to give him net land to steam the bar mitzvah because he never had one but uh ladies and gentlemen uh pro wrestling teen zone uh shipping supervisor eric zisselman eric my dude
0: hello everybody out there in podcast land if i could make like a wet fart noise <laughs> with me to introduce myself i would but uh Luckily, that's not the case.
2: I mean, if you fart loud enough, it'll show up. There there was one episode in which I farted, and there was like maybe two people that were like, hey, did you fart on that episode? And I was Mm. like, yeah, I did. Well, it's nice to
0: know that two people are really listening to what you have to say and it, listening for
2: background noise yeah, or maybe the other people just like didn't they were like well, we're not going to call out on mm-hmm. it like a bunch of nice guys out there a bunch, yeah i mean a bunch of n- actually nice people that are just mm-hmm. like oh but listen everybody farts you guys i fart my girlfriend farts
0: a lot but that's neither here nor there um, do
2: you think Phoebe will listen to this
0: no i mean i'll i'll let her know she knows that i'm here uh recording with you but i don't tell her too much about you know don't listen to this Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's just it's not for
2: you it's not your bag see it's weird because uh like i remember when i when i first met my girlfriend and like i was just like oh like i podcast and she she wasn't a podcast listener i mean to to this day she's not like she listens to this one she jumps on you know with me she'll probably have done the intro and outro with me um and so that's one of those things where like once once i was made aware that she listened to it i was just like oh did i sound fucking stupid when i said like i i just i taught i thought too hard about like trying to like trying to seem cool yeah
0: well now you have to kind of remember everything that you might have said that might make you look like a jackass and just backstep me like i didn't really mean that stuff (laughs) no No, come on that's that's not me That podcast isn't how I open
2: up to the world. That's that's a fake person. I mean, the good thing about Mila is on most podcasts, it's all just like, oh, I love Kevin Smith and I love uh, thin crust pizza. You know, like it's... Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't care
0: that much for Kevin Smith and I love deep dish pizza. So it's the exact opposite and we make it work here, even though... Everything behind you is Kevin Smith orientated. Yeah. So
2: this is so you are part of an um, exclusive club in that you've seen The Office. Yeah. I'm. This is uh, sensory overlord. How, it,
0: Overload, not yeah, overlord. Overlord is still. A, he's
2: still at work yeah, right he's, now. Yeah. He's working right now. Uh, head kick. Uh, yeah. How would you How would you describe The Office to people? Because again, some people have seen it. Like mm. if you, if any of you guys watched. The uh, video components of the the recent uh, draft pod episodes that I did, you will have seen like a, a part of the office and stuff like that. And from time to time, I'll post like random pictures of like my toys or posters. Yeah, but no, how would you describe it?
0: I would describe it as um, shit. Maybe like a ten by ten box, you know, ten foot by ten foot. Uh, it's like a fourteen year old's wet dream in here uh along with you know a grown man's uh a respect t- <laughs> for uh kevin smith movies
2: like if a 14 year old who really respects kevin smith got a guy like his parents credit card 100
0: percent, and went all out um yeah this is this room is wild uh simply because i uh i'm dating a professional organizer so this is all clutter like this is just bullshit everywhere really, you- and it's it, it doesn't bother me too much because you know they're fun looking to look at everything i mean it's my first time in here so you kind of want to look at everything and i knocked over what three or four fucking things i <laughs> literally <laughs> almost dominoed all the doctor Stranges over here and legit there are five of them that are down and i'm like i almost freaked out so thank god that didn't happen but to you know to felicia and to myself it's i know it's display and it's like art and it's fun to look at but it's a lot of clutter it's just shit everywhere and if legit if something shook a little bit wow is it a fucking mess in here you know (sighs) or all these bobbleheads are gonna be amazing there's gonna be some movement so well that's
2: the funny part because yeah like and part of like the aesthetic organized, and, though yeah a part it, of the aesthetic is. is one when i tried when i when i like decorated because that's one of the things too like mm-hmm. Veronica i go tell my time she's like no because like i was telling her i'm like i i will be eventually probably uh, probably uh, ryan ryan gave me a time frame and knowing ryan time Probably by all out. Yeah, I will. I will be in my new office and everything will <laughs> be set up. Because this he, is your th- second office or third. This this is the second one. Okay. Yeah, because right. the, the first you you did the one of with course, us in the, yeah. in the first yeah, one. Yeah, more spacious. Actually, I think it's. I think it was just it was a lot longer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, that's more space. Yeah. Oh yeah, that is by definition. <laughs> yeah. yeah, more space. Yeah. Um, but the new office it does look a little bit bigger. Cool. And to the point where I was telling her, I was like, I might want to eliminate like the tables and do like a set. Of, like I don't know if you have ever seen like podcasts where like everyone's just sitting on couches.
0: Uh yeah, I've seen that. It's it's a bit odd because when you see it, it's usually I'm number one. I'm not supposed to see it. Yeah. You're, you guys are putting the camera on so now i understand that it's for everyone to visually see but now i'm not having a conversation to your face it's kind of like i could turn and be like "Ha, wasn't that great steve rush feldman steve yeah. rush
2: feldman of course yeah. he'll be on next week
0: right he's <laughs> a real cool guy and you know then bob trained Berg. These are Jewish men. <laughs> that's all I know. But uh, yeah, I mean, getting back to it, uh, I'm not crazy about that idea. Um, from the perspective of me and you talking, it's easier to have a face to face conversation. But for the viewer, I guess that's you're doing it for them. See,
2: but that that. I, I'm with you 100% because, yeah, sometimes you watch it and mm. it is just like, it's weird where it's like a weird, like, it, it looks like a news broadcast. Yeah, a bit. almost. Yeah. But with me, I want to do it where the couches are just, where the couches are facing each other because okay. I, that is the one thing. Like, right now, it's just me and you. Sometimes there'll be a third person mm-hmm. and it'll be a lot of like, I got to look over at this person, but still look over For sure. at you because I don't want to,
0: like. You don't always have to look. I'm sure they're weird looking or something. You know, we could, you know, lock eyes and yeah. keep them out. Yeah. But
2: I see where you're coming I pre- from. I would prefer, honestly, if I could, like, uh, like around. To table, almost yeah. you know, because then everyone's just sort of talking to each other like that. um But I mean, again, I've never, I've never done more than like three people at once. Mm-hmm. Like it's always been. I like at most has been four people. Sure. And even with that, it's sort, you know, it's always just, uh you know, oh, what about you, Eric? What do you think? And then after, you know, it's like, oh, well, uh, Johnny, what about you? Right.
0: It's taking turns, and it's not exactly a more natural flow to the conversation. I mean, there has to be a host. And then constantly looking out for everyone's opinions, you know. Uh, the listener can't see my eyes being like, you know, I have something to
2: say now, too. Uh, but mm. pick me now. I, f- I find it easier on, like, Zoom meetings. Mm. Or, you never know, been or, in one. Uh, they're, they're fine, you know. <laughs> I was, listen, I was more of a Skype man myself, but yeah. I pay for Zoom, so. No,
0: I get it. I mean, I yeah, I've never been in that situation except when I'm like on Chatterbait and I have (laughs) a hundred windows open at
2: once and that's that's wild you know no again to me it's easier that way but like in person it's it's almost like I so Stank and I did once do like a a live show Mm -hmm. and I remember that was a little daunting because it was like when I'm just I'm used to talking to like I mean one I'm used to talking to him face to face for sure but with this now you know it's a show both of us are putting on I gotta look at him gotta look at everyone else gotta look at you and like and it was fun you know like there's but there is something like to me there's a little almost something intimidating about it i mean like so like you play hockey you know and like i don't know if you get the same way where it's like where you see all the people and it's a little like (sighs) okay i gotta fuck it up but it, it also kind of like amps you up a little bit because you're just like fucking like when my opponent you're saying when i see the like opponent? an actual audience like people yeah in the oh crowd. absolutely
0: yeah i mean listen i'm gonna be playing a lot harder when there are people in the crowd you know drinking their beers and you know throwing popcorn at me not that that ever happens it's only happened like twice but uh it's a lot more fun to play in front of a crowd as opposed to an empty fucking building but it's not the biggest deal um i see where you're coming from with the camera it can be intimidating because now this is literally your window to your audience um do you guys you said you've done that
2: like before so we well the live show we only did once okay it, we, we only did it once and again there was about like 10 to 20 people there cool. yeah that is max yeah, you yeah because yeah. it was a very, it was like a small area. For and sure, Mike, my, my the one thing that I sort of relied on, like I wish I would have kept the audio. It's just the audio didn't sound that good. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it would have been fine to just have as like, yeah, you know, here's the first time we ever did for sure one of these. Um, the audio wasn't the best, but the one thing that I just sort of relied on was, uh, Frank was in the back, yeah, and my friend Vivian was somewhere, somewhere in the front, and so like whenever I just like needed like a guarantee like you know like a, a laugh or a story i just be like "Oh, right, frank and i start telling a story about frank or start telling a story about vivian just so that like everyone sure, would you laugh have, and stuff you have like props
0: that props now yeah you, you have human props that support your stories uh, cause which I, is nice
2: because I, I remember melissa was like oh like the, you know there's some fun frank stories and frank was like you don't have to mention me you know he's like he's like i enjoyed it you know he's like but you didn't have to announce it's like i i just got nervous you know but it's funny so you mentioned like you know your hockey games and stuff like yeah. that um yeah specifically i remember there's like one night specifically i've been to a few of your games but mm, the, the, i like got a game tonight
0: probably no one gonna be there but
2: yeah it's no big deal <laughs> the, the one that everyone's gonna be watching max caster versus the man we're about to talk about right now because it was it was of course it was the day of uh cm punk's return okay you know everyone everyone there was a certain like uh like energy like at the shop because everyone knew it was happening i mean mm-hmm. there were some of us that they're new but you know there was other people like like mark was like "Ah, i didn't know if it was gonna happen or not you know Mm. um and so like you know everyone was at the show and stuff like that of course everyone you know gets a little buzzy wuzzy at the show i mean those who drink you know everyone they're just having fun having a good time it's just it's crazy It's, it's a crazy show to be at and right after the show i forgot all about that yeah that it was a cm punk and that i had to sprint to the fucking rink yeah Yeah. you you had to go over there and uh like tell people about these games like how how they usually go about
0: uh well i mean that night i believe it was our championship game and cm punk was returning to the united center and the rink that i play at johnny's ice house is uh there are two of them there's johnny's east and west and they are located about a mile away from the united center so in each direction so this during this time Uh, we had our championship game and i don't remember when i left but i think when did punk come out
2: did he come was there at the beginning in the beginning right and he
0: cut his promo right so he cut his promo and it was probably like 15 20 minutes everyone's going nuts and the moment he was done talking i had to leave because i think it started what it starts at uh probably seven uh, The show probably started at it. Was it yeah. Dynamite? Or, uh, no, no, it was Rampage. Rampage. Okay. So it started whatever time that it did, but the moment he stopped talking, I had to leave what, our front row seat and just sprint to the rink, which is about a mile away. And luckily, my girlfriend was able to bring my hockey bag and just leave it at the rink just in the lobby because funny thing about hockey rinks, if you go in there, you're just going to see people's hockey bags which smell like dog shit and sweat everywhere and luckily for me i have no sense of smell so that's never been a big issue for me but felicia could have a completely different (laughs) opinion because i leave that shit to bake in the car every day and it's i mean like i said i can't smell it but i know she's she's a trooper so that day or that evening i had to sprint over there and then the game started i was uh i made it on
2: time and then i know that Did you guys make it? Yeah, so uh, me me and Mark, Mm because me and Mark had driven there together. Right. Um, So we left, because it was one of those things where there was East and West, Mm -hmm. and half the people went to East. Which I told them, every single one of them, I said, I'm playing at East.
0: It's the more downtown area. Once you start going away from uh, the United Center and it gets kind of sketchy, that's the wrong way. All right. So make sure you guys are going that way. And I had to hear about it after the game from people, you know, why didn't you tell us? I told every single person there where I was playing. They all got too hammed and they decided to fucking go the wrong way. And that's that. And what group were you in?
2: Well, I was in the one that fucking showed up on time. Because like, uh, me, me, me and Mark showed up, and Felicia was there with your dad. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're like, oh, hi, we introduce yourself to your dad. Sure. You know, like, again, Felicia, we're, we're just sitting there talking, and then... Um, People just sort of start pouring at it. Castro and his girlfriend showed mm-hmm. up. Uh, Juan the game was. game was already
0: going on. The game right? was already yeah. going on. Yeah.
2: Juan is already there. Juan and Paul were already there. Mm-hmm. Um, Juan, of course, was super. This guy was lit like a Christmas tree. Yeah. Uh, and. To the point where he was like, "Go!" Because there's no like barricade or anything, you know. And we're up on like the second level, mm-hmm. and he is just leaning over and fucking. Hit, and he is going wild. And it's just one of those like me and Mark are looking at each other and just kind of placing our hands right, on, like, just in case the back of his pants because yeah. we're like, yeah, it's
0: easy to get one of those whoop and and he's yeah. I think yeah. he'd survive because he's got like the the noodle body from being drunk but uh you, you know who he knows pr- what he might probably, happen. he, f- he
2: would have been feeling it, yeah uh,
0: yeah in the morning but oh, at yeah. that time he probably would have picked himself up off the ground and uh, just went back but, upstairs but
2: then at that point like everyone starts coming like johnny mm-hmm. will like mm-hmm. he, they bring their friends like everyone just started showing up and he was like the most like everyone's fucking you know causing a ruckus yeah you know like just cheering especially because like you're there you know and the boys on the be-
0: on the bench were going wild they mm-hmm. didn't understand where all these people came from and I was like, "These are my coworkers." Yeah. And they're like, "Holy shit!" They need to come out all the time because they got shit faced and were loud and they were having a good time and they were heckling the other team. And you know, because it was a championship, there was about uh, other clicks and crowds. You know, mm-hmm. in there, they were cheering or talking shit, and there's there's nothing better you know we we watch wrestling all the time it's the closest i'm going to get to being like a pro wrestler when someone in the audience is telling me to go fuck myself and i'm smiling about it and just i just play even harder
2: well like even with you like you were you were objectively and subjectively the best player like there so anytime you got a fucking you got the puck or mm-hmm. did anything it was like yeah eric eric, eric you know like sure, yeah, just I fucking remember, yeah. going for it or whatever and that's why i meant like you know the live show aspect of it cuz that does have you know i i imagine this give you a bit of like an adrenaline boost oh, you know yeah because like i mean like even with me like you know the, the one the one time i won a wrestling mm-hmm. match uh, as oh, ridiculous yeah. as yep, it was yep. but it was one of those things where you know like at like coming out and i it, the spotlight wasn't even on me mm-hmm. i was just you know walking to the ring with you know yeah. with fucking uh bd smooth and val capone <laughs> and i'm just like Because everyone's just watching you. And that's the thing, you know? Like, when when the attention is on you, that's Mm -hmm. one of those things where I'm like, uh, like, as a kid, I never, like, I think I was in, like, one spelling bee or something like that. Sure. like, whenever, like, oh. When the pressure's on you. Yeah, when it's like, oh, go to the auditorium, fucking some stupid shit or something. Mm -hmm. It was always Mm -hmm. just like, ugh. Like, I remember specifically even being younger. Yeah. And they're like, oh, all the class is gonna go up there and fucking sing some stupid Christmas song or something. It's like, oh, I'm gonna go to, I'm going towards the back and I'm Mm -hmm. gonna just fucking... Make sure, make sure there's no one that can see me.
0: Yeah, uh, speaking of make sure no one can see you, I remember being a kid. Uh, my first ever, I used to play the drum in uh, in what I guess middle school, uh-huh. junior high, and they would give you one snare drum, which is I don't just this massive thing for a for a smaller uh, child like me at the time. And every Thursday, you would have to throw the snare drum in this giant snare drum backpack and carry this thing to, to school <laughs> on the bus with you. So I'll never forget during the concert that we did, and I'm in the back with the other snare drums, and I'm not doing anything. I'm not tapping. I'm not playing anything. I'm just making it look like I'm moving my hands. And uh, my parents were like, that was amazing, Eric. We're so proud of you. I was like, "Yeah, it's a bit empty, but you know, I I did it. I, I did it in
2: front of all those people, I did nothing. See, I remember, I desperately wanted to be in like some after school activity, mm-hmm. you know. But it was like one of those things where, like, I wasn't good at football, I wasn't good at basketball, so sure. it's like, I'm not, I'm not gonna bother trying out for those things because, I mean, again, I'm just, I'm, 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 not any, I'm not any good, nor do I want to. So it was just sure. like one of those, like, if there was like a. Like a book club or something, Mm -hmm. I'd be like, sure, let's fucking do that. And I remember one time, one of my friends, he was like, um, he was like, oh, I'm gonna do choir, Mm -hmm. and I was just like, what do you need to sign up? He's like, yeah, you just got you just got to show up, and I was like, okay, and like I did that, Mm -hmm. but like I never sang or anything. Like it was one of those like I basically just show up, just fucking hang out with him. It was very much the same thing too. Like I remember it was like eighth grade. Mm -hmm. Um, they had like for your last period if you were like a student in good standing, you got like free gym mm-hmm. or just pick peak of the litter, whatever it was you want. You know, sure, they sure. had like art club, percussion club, or just fucking stay in your homeroom and fucking do whatever. Sure. And I remember, and and of course you could switch it up, you know? And so I like, I remember I did a little bit of like, Oh, I'll go to the art club. But like our teacher was kind of a bitch. Mm-hmm. So it was one of those like, a lot of art teachers seem a little like sissy, like <laughs> yeah. Know. She she was very like she was uh she was from South Africa, so she had like the mm. accent. Oh, nice. um, but she was just like fucking rude. She was rude. She was just so rude, and it's like it's one of those like. What, you didn't color in the lines or something, or what happened? I again, so with my school from kinder to eighth grade, you know, it was like it was there, just it wasn't split up or anything, Mm. and she was just always the art teacher. And it's like one of those things where she's been
0: seeing the same kids for eight years, for the most part, yeah. yeah. And it's like I get wonder she's fucking mean. Yeah, it's
2: like I get it when we're in first grade and we can't draw a pair with a fucking shadow in it, Mm. sure, but it's like when we're in like eighth grade and you know we're only here because we don't want to be stuck in our homeroom, like. Cut some fucking slag. You should be able to draw that pair with the shadow by now. I mean, I could. Oh, good. Yeah, you know, but good. it's like one of those a- things where it yeah. was just like, like she was almost a little like just overly ambitious. Like I don't know if you ever had those teachers where it's just like, like they watch the fucking like watch like uh, some movie with a teacher in it, mm-hmm. and they're just like, yeah, that's me. Like. But-
0: like, yeah, like the substitute where he goes and on to beat the shit out of all the high school <laughs> football kids because they're mean and bullies. Like, did Love you that movie. did you
2: ever watch there's uh, this movie with Antonio Banderas where he he's like a substitute teacher? Bro, is
0: this the dancing movie? Yeah, the dancing yeah, movie. I definitely didn't watch it, but. You watch the trailer, I get it, and that's that's all I need. It's not for me, but I'm sure it's a fun movie. So
2: i I brought it up. I brought this up recently to my girlfriend because uh, she's been rewatching Degrassi. Like she's a huge fan of Degrassi, um, and it's on HBO. But I
0: know. I it was on. Uh the scroll and felicia's like oh my god i can't wait to watch it and i was like no fucking way i don't watch that shit (laughs) and uh i just kept she's like i'll watch it on my own i was like perfect so and then we put on something but continue please
2: there's one girl. i believe her name is Paige on the show and like the only other thing i remember ever seeing her in ever yeah is that movie because and it's funny because in in into grassy movie yeah yeah into grassy she plays like the real bitchy like girl you know like fucking just too popular for our own good just very bitchy but in in the dancing one with antonio banderas which i'm sure listen we could look it up it's just gonna be called the dancing movie with antonio banderas the dancer yeah the dancer with antonio banderas and and page from uh degrassi is it degrassi or is it degrassi 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 it's not us
0: chicago fucking folks just eh putting that shit on there no okay because even
2: i mean even they say but one of my favorite things but in the show, uh, which I'm like, I'll tell Veronica, I'm like, I can tell who's Canadian, who's like a natural Canadian actor oh, sure. who's not. Absolutely. Just because sometimes, uh, you know, they don't know what the problem is, A boot.
0: Yeah. You got the aboot's uh, uh, anytime. Oh, man. A lot of anytime, A? So, yeah. No, it's not even A. Um, the eyes, for some reason, they say organization instead of organization. Or you just yeah it, when you hear someone like yeah instead of a uh, yeah i don't know oh man i feel like now i'm you know i love well, I canada mean, everyone i i've been playing hockey my entire life i love canada but uh yeah i i could i got that ear i could hear right away I'm like oh, yeah, i was canadian okay cool
2: well like i'm sure i've told you where it was like for, first time i went up to canada was to hang out with Braden, and i remember we go uh i don't know if you remember on the law when when they used to do the law fucking yeah. uh uh when that, uh, Jason Agnew would always advertise uh, the, the comedy shows he would do sure. uh, over at the comedy bar whatever the mm-hmm. fuck it was called right, right right and so I remember Braden that day he was like hey there's a show tonight like you know I I you know I Agnew got his tickets you mm-hmm. know and I'm just like okay and I, I literally like. I get I, I get right into Toronto to downtown Toronto. Fucking yeah. find a parking spot. And I, you know, walk into the venue, you know, meet up with Braden and stuff like that. And we watch a show and then after afterwards we're just hanging out in the lobby. Uh Hanzi, uh, the famous Hanzi, sure, you know, he sure. comes by. I believe he took a picture. Um, but you know, we're just we're just talking and stuff, and he's like, Oh, hey, these are my friends. And I'm like, Oh, hey, like I'm from Chicago. And uh, they're like, Oh my god. I was like, What? They're like you have a pretty cool Chicago accent. Okay. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about?
0: Yeah. you. Anytime you, someone tells you you have an accent, you're like, go
2: fuck yourself. Yeah. I have an accent. You have an accent. And then I'm like, I was like, I, I have an accent. And in, in like uh, going back and like editing some stuff, sometimes mm-hmm. I hear it. Like sometimes there are some like, it's with... All, most of us, like in the Midwest, because like of yeah. course you don't know you don't know someone that has like a Midwest accent until you meet someone with a Midwest accent, and then you're just like, ah oh, shit, yeah, we all do kind of sound like that.
0: Yeah, it's just uh, levels to the accents, you know. The more Wisconsin you get, the more uh, you know Green Bay. Then the higher up you go, it turns into yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's why I like Fargo, like I love exactly. I mean, the, it's it's fun just to talk like that, you know. So. It's it is I wouldn't consider them Midwest anymore, but that that UP crowd, like I'll never forget, I went to a uh, beer festival in uh, in the UP in like 2014, and I'm waiting in line to get my beer filled, and I'm, stand two people standing behind me sound like exactly like Ned Flanders, but. And they're just going at each other, but with this, like, yeah, yeah, no, you you don't say that. Wow, and you're like, holy
2: shit, it's really happening behind me. These fucking guys. Well, we used to have a coworker of ours, Emily, who I remember uh, with her. I ne- it was one of those things where I never really noticed mm-hmm. like that Midwest Chicago. She had accent. a Chicago, eh. yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Going. Never noticed it yeah. until again she starts working with us, and it's just like. Uh, yeah, it's oh my god, the bears and uh sausage. Yeah, I got a, a sausage with the at the bears game, and yep. it's very much. And it was, was like I was like, wow, she sounds like a fucking idiot. Only for like, of like, two no. three years later. Yeah, fucking, I have a room full of Canadians that are like, we love your funny accent, mm. and then you know, and turn them. Right. Like,
0: well, yeah, what do you know? You're Canadian, <laughs> guys. I do love Canada. I love Canada. All right, and you know, going back. I know Canada's not only famous for hockey, but that's one of the main things I love about it. Even though none of the teams are very good anymore in Canada, but hey, I'm sure you guys will figure it out with Toronto.
2: You know and, what um, I? What I specifically love though about Toronto is the cuisine. Like, yeah, I so hear much it's good. food, especially because uh, David and Brady, mm-hmm. Braden and Davy, where they lived, it was near Koreatown, and it was also just like right off, like right near downtown too. Yeah. So, like always fucking places that are open super late and there's just so many of a variety of fucking options like it's literally like one of those things where they were like uh yeah what do you want do you want this do you want that there's this one place you went to it's a staple there called sneaky d's dude they have the best fucking nachos it's literally this giant platter of fucking nachos because I remember I was like I'm gonna get the wings and they were like no you're you're, you're gonna get the nachos and I'm like all right okay, fuck all right I guess I'm guess I'm getting the nachos yeah so fucking good Mm. and there was the one the last time that i was up there because again it's it's a place that i always like i I always try to go there because the first time i went there it was like
0: toronto or sneaky pete's
2: sneaky d's in toronto (laughs) yes it's in toronto um first like the first night first time i ever went there was like emo night Mm. uh Okay. It was like emo night and the night before was like Kevin Smith Appreciation Night or something like that. And I was like, oh god damn it. Like yeah. I wish I would have fucking been there. But the last time I went there, it was like SummerSlam weekend or whatever. It was when I recorded with John and Wade. For sure. And uh I remember like we're sitting down, me and Braden are sitting down. And when we came in, uh I saw one of my friends Caitlin who worked for she worked for Ring of Honor. I'm not sure if she still does, mm-hmm. but it was her uh brody king eddie kingston and, and rosemary and i was when like oh hey and this is of, of course before i before i knew brody yeah. you know like that and stuff like that but you know me and brayden were over right at our table and uh you know we're eating our food and then you see fucking volter gunther now yeah. just fucking walk in and then like all like the nxt uk guys just fucking flood like the specific back room and they're all just like you were there yeah yeah, like, they just walked in. Like, it I don't. It wasn't any, like, special party thing yeah. or anything, but they just, like, walked in. And this was crazy because you see all these dudes just, you know, your, your Tyler Bates, Trent, Se- all these dudes just fucking start walking yeah, in. it's pretty wild. Yeah, uh, it was pretty fun. It almost reminded me of, like, you know when we used to have, like, events here at the shop? Sure. And you'd walk into, like, I don't know, the back of the shop or, like, the break room and you see, like, your Sammy Callahans and your Jeff Cobbs and just mm-hmm. – You know, or even when they would all come in and you're like, oh, shit, there's DDP and Jungle Boy fucking doing yoga.
0: Yeah, it's always that's that's one of the pluses. I whenever I see the guests come in to the shop, I rarely want to speak to them, Um, but I'm very interested in how tall they are. (laughs) I'm just they just show up and I'm like, huh, I guess Chris Jericho is kind of tall oh wait those are like you know he's wearing crazy cowboy boots right now okay all right well that that's fine and then i mean i tell you some some guys uh interesting interesting folks i mean we had uh rob van dam came in you know we uh what smoked a jay with him in the in the shop and then he i did went, not. well hey i know i know you're the cool guy you like to keep it clean but uh no we smoked the jay with him nice guy and then he proceeds to I guess like hit on Karima, and he took off his shirt. He's like, "Hey, check out my back!" And we're all like, "What
2: are you doing, dude?" What's it? I, it's funny when we interviewed when we interviewed this man. I brought it up to him, but Nick Aldis. Were you, do you remember when Nick Aldis walked in? Yeah, the what NWA champion? This this guy walks in looking like a fucking million bucks. He's holding the fucking dude, NWA belt. Yeah. Like that is like th- that is what you want someone who's the the face of your company no, to totally. look the- like.
0: The- he has presence he he has a lot of presence and the other person that i noticed had a crazy amount of presence um was keith lee i didn't know he was in the shop and i was kind of just walking through the uh our store just to get to the back or whatever and i see keith lee there and he's just like in a cutoff with with uh, just some basketball shorts on or something and this dude you like he's got an aura about him you were basking in his glory oh here we go yeah i was uh yeah i was definitely taking him in so uh yeah he he's huge and you know very clean cut guy and like i said like presence you just look at me like this who is that guy that's a that's somebody we need to hold on no don't don't take pictures of him all right just let him do his business it's uh yeah it's pretty cool when when someone comes through the doors and you're like holy shit you know i'm kind of waiting for the big show to show up or something because that would be right in my wheelhouse I'd be like oh my god that's the biggest fucking dude i've ever seen and that that that's fun for me you know but uh what do you what do you got Wait, here? so
2: you mentioned keithley it's funny yeah. because i uh there, this was like maybe about a, about a week or two ago but there was a there was a, a thread going around on um on twitter <laughs> Where it, the, it was Keith Lee looks like. Okay. And it was just like things where it was like like someone was like, you know, Keith Lee looks like he says, the game is afoot when looking for lost socks. Or Keith Lee looks like the sort of guy who suddenly gets talkative if you bring up bird watching. Um, <laughs> fuck, like there was some good ones. Inside. I'm just trying to sort, sort through them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know? keith lee looks like uh the kind of person who walks into a restaurant and says what a fine establishment yeah it was just a bunch of like fun ones like that and uh mia Yam, uh she went she went so far as to like she was like we've seen them and yes it is there's so much about it but i totally get what you mean because mm-hmm. there's so many people that do walk in like that like um like i mentioned like ddb ddp is someone who like i remember when he walked in and just has such like a like a chill vibe to mm-hmm. him. You know, and what's crazy with him is you mentioned you see how big these people are. DDP DDP sitting down s- sitting down is yeah. still taller than Ryan standing up. That was one of those things where I'm just looking at him I'm like, what
0: the Yeah. Fuck? I mean that, that's when you realize like, not a, the these athletes are like specimens. You know? Uh and then they get into a ring that's raised up about four feet. With all the spotlights on them. I mean, it's it's pretty cool to see them in just a super chill vibe in our uh, place of business. But, uh, again, it's the stature and the presence that uh, a lot of these um, performers have when they come in. That's kind of what, what I look for. We had uh a lot of aw talent come in like i don't know a while back when everything was being put together some guys kind of just hanging out on the outside just chilling out nothing really going on and you you know it kind of uh takes away a bit of the mystique but i mean when you see just like mjf chilling on his phone just off in the corner not doing anything you're like huh i wonder what he thinks
2: i'll say someone who has a very good like presence to them is malachi black because we did we did c2e2 mm-hmm. and of course it was you know punk he seems like he would which it's funny with punk because you mentioned look, yeah. with wrestlers being big it's like i remember the first time like seeing punk in person it's mm. like oh shit it's like this guy's big it's just when he's next to a john cena and a randy orton yeah and a triple h you know every every he's- fucking <laughs> month every night for you know for for, for six seven years you're yeah. like I get why people are like he's the slimmer guy, but I mean it, he, it, it, he
0: also is very
2: normal. I uh-huh. mean you you just see a dude walking down the
0: street, no, and for like, sure, eh,
2: just a regular guy. Um, but so so with that, you know, we had um it was our booth, and mm-hmm. then Dan Housen right next to us, and then the rotating booth of AEW people who would come in and out, and Malachi was, and they were all super super cool, super chill with their fans. Mm-hmm. Malachi was the one who, you know, came dressed in a suit, was all fucking, you know, yeah, and was very nice, super nice, super talkative with everyone. For someone who portrays like a cult leader, yeah, you know, so again, super nice, would sign with everyone, you know, would push his chair out, you know, uh, make sure his shirt looks nice, yeah. get a picture with everyone, ask them if it looks okay, if they want to take another one. If not, boom, send them out on their way. And that was one of those things where it's like, this guy fucking gets it. He like- gets
0: it. He has presentation. He understands. But I also... Would prefer that he wasn't very nice and he was just a little bit standoffish, mm-hmm. a little bit colder. Like, and when, uh, when I, I mean, I wasn't there, but I would prefer it was like that if I came up to him as a fan, be like, Mr. Black, can you sign my autograph? He would like snatch it away from you me. Just spit black mist yeah, in your face. Oh, perfect. Yeah. And then I could, <laughs> I, I could die a happy man. Yeah. Exactly. With my eye patch.
2: It's funny because there's someone who, so, uh, cody who uh, presumably after the you know the the monday after this episode has come the best out dressed wrestler. He, he will have already made his debut and mm-hmm. and all that stuff which is funny you mentioned best dressed wrestler because yeah. um all but so i i've been backstage a lot of like AEW mm-hmm. stuff like that and he, again he he was always sort of to himself yeah like he was always on his own doing his own stuff or with like tony but again always in a suit always dressed to the t same thing when he was here yeah. all that stuff Except for one time. So there was one time where... Was it in the shop or... Yeah, it was at the shop. So this was like right when he started doing independent stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, No, I I think I remember, yeah.
2: (sighs) Yeah, so he took a picture with all you guys. I didn't get a picture with him because at the time Ryan had sent me to like fucking uh to like Windy City to go pick something up. It was like something got shipped there instead of here. So he's like, Can you go pick it up? Sure, no problem. So I go and I come back and they're like, Oh yeah, he took a picture with everyone. I was like, Oh man, he's like, Well, we you know, we can take a picture still. I was like, Okay, cool, you know, and and we take a picture and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And he's just in like sweatpants and a t shirt. Yeah.
0: like deep cutoff thing with the giant holes for yeah. your arms there's no reason for the holes to be that big bro
2: and you know and he's like and he has like his suitcase and everything i'm like here like i'll, I'll help you tear your car because mm-hmm. he's going to his car and again it's just like a modest it's like a you know it's like a nissan altima or something sure. some modest car that he like yeah. rented exactly and, you know yeah. and he's just like yeah you know i'm like oh you're you know you're going to a- aaw tonight like oh dude i'm like you're gonna love the venue blah 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 just sure talking to him and stuff like that and Was then that i a
0: bourbon street he- Probably.
2: Uh, I think it was Logan Square. Okay. Um, Yeah, it was like Logan Square. But then I hear like later on at the show, he showed up. He was in his full suit and Mm -hmm. everything as he, that was just a thing that he had started doing. And it's just so funny to me that I'm like that one, you know, like my first experience with Cody, just a normal dude. And then every single other time that I ever saw him ever, he was fucking dressed to the T in his suit. um, Except for, ironically enough, the last time that I saw him, the last time that I went down to, this was uh, for Revolution. Mm -hmm. He was in his tour bus and he came out with his little dog, Yeti Pinkerton. Yeti Pinkerton. Yeti Pinkerton is a fucking tiny little dog. And he came out, he was just like dressed in like fucking normal sweats. Like they were out there. Just the
0: towel. Yeah, just holding his dog yeah just yeah. one towel holding. Right. yeah hey, listen
2: uh but Make no dream, right yeah <laughs> and it was like that but it's funny too because you mentioned like big show because i remember at the time big show had like he either had just debuted or was debuting yeah, and it was yeah, one of those yeah. things where i was just like i just want to fucking see how big this fucking guy is you know like
0: under his towel or how big the big show is <laughs> how big both okay yeah. cool all right but just see good.
2: but it's like seeing him walk around and you're just like like this is this is a mountain of yeah a man. that's
0: that's what I wanted to see I've yet to get to I've yet to see him I mean when we did the baseball thing got to see Mark Henry guy's a school bus I mean it's awesome and he's he is the world's worst. strongest man yep yep I mean you know I mean let's yeah but as,
2: sure. as another thing too though like again in like when we were hanging out at the the hotel when I was like, at the Revolution because again this is when they were doing all the shows out of uh, Daly's place. Mm-hmm. And so we're in the lobby hanging out. It was me, Taffy, Jeff Jones, um, and Scorpio Sky. And wrestlers would come by. People would all, you know, come by. Dustin Rhodes, also someone, the man's giant. Yep. He is fucking huge. Yep. And it's great because, like, Goldust never seemed like he was a big man. Well, I mean, he was in the attitude era where everyone's huge,
0: which is, you know, amazing. But, uh, uh, yeah, Dustin uh, Rhodes is. Uh, an animal he's huge and that that's one of the awesome things about when when the wrestler comes in and you're like holy shit that's fucking gull dust and then you're like holy shit why is he so tall like i've been watching him on my smaller tv with other giants and he seems normal and then you realize, like, wait, I'm five six and he's six six. What the fuck
2: is going on? Right the now? one person that I I was bummed out that I didn't get a picture with that he recently passed is Scott Hall. Like, he mm-hmm. was I was in New York that week sure. when he was at the shop because I remember I forgot who I asked, but I was like, can you just Photoshop my face? I think I was like Photoshop my face over like Andrew or someone because okay. I was or like Andrew or Nick. I was like someone who you know I was like it'll be easy because they've also got glasses. Sure. Uh, it might have been Elisa, and Hold then on.
0: how do you want them to Photoshop it when they have glasses? Like they're just gonna cut their face off. Didn't yeah, make sense to me. I don't okay. know. Okay, yeah. all right, yeah. I thought you were gonna start using the stamp tool to bring in your eyes, like just <laughs> yeah, and then
2: some amalgamation of two different people. Uh, but then they wound up like Photoshopping my face over every single other person. Yeah, and now we're talking. Yeah, yeah. but th- I and I'd only ever met him, him and Kevin Nash. I met them once together at a C two E two where. Mm-hmm. Um, they were like just walking by and i was just like yeah i was like oh shit and they were just, yeah they were just like how's it how's it going brother what's it going you know just fucking i'm like it's like fu- like it's yeah. fucking it's going man just you know the
0: sandwich bro <laughs> having uh, these
2: nachos yeah but again it, that, that's one of you know cool things unfortunately like i feel bad almost for probably like a lot of like the newer people mm-hmm. who don't really get to experience that anymore just because i mean wrestlers don't really come through
0: yeah i mean it it is what it is that's That's uh, the world we live in now, but I'm sure things could change uh, in the future. I know that uh, there have been small changes to the front of the shop so that it could accommodate potentially more lines and uh, when there will be signings and stuff. But um, yeah, I don't know when it's going to occur that we have uh, wrestlers back in, but we're, we're ready for
2: it um another thing that i'm usually really ready for are your movie and tv recommendations because of course you're someone who uh i trust your you know like there, there are some people at the shop who you know uh will tell me something is really good and i'm like mm. there's no fucking way like there's no way what you're telling me is good or describing sure, sure. is any good yeah um but if you contrary complete opposite like you're someone who you're always like oh you should check this out you should check that out. like recently um and we'll, we'll talk about it because it's been like two sure. three weeks since i mentioned it but mm-hmm. the movie fresh yeah, yeah like yeah. on hulu mm-hmm. um like that was one of those things where you're like yeah you should check this out and i was just like all right sure And like you know again in like being with veronica i was like oh i really want to movie fresh she's like oh my god me too my friends are talking about it and i was like well eric recommended it too so we gotta yeah. fucking check it out what are you currently watching right now
0: uh well I'm watching let's see on uh, Apple TV we've been watching uh, the servant mm-hmm. which is terrible but fun at the same time uh, you end up like hate watching it and luckily for us it's only thirty minutes long so by the time you start getting pissed off at it it's basically over. And then it leaves you on a cliffhanger. So you're like,
2: so like oh, it's that like me wa- it's like me watching WandaVision.
0: I, I suppose. I mean I yeah, I, I put Felicia through the whole ringer of uh the Marvels and she Marvel or, I'm sorry, uh WandaVision, not not so hot. It was kind of boring for the both of us. But uh another thing that I'm watching is Severance. I don't know if you've heard of Severance, it's also on Apple TV. It's Apple,
2: it's the one with fucking uh, what's his name? Adam uh, Are We Having Fun Yet? From uh, Party Down?
0: Yeah, I, uh, I don't know what his name is. Adam, Adam Scott? Adam Scott, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Whitest name ever. Hey,
2: never trust someone with two first names. It,
0: yeah, sure. That's I I live by that rule. But uh, no, it's, it's actually kind of an odd way. It's difficult for me to explain. So this guy has his memories severed from his... Uh, he has like a nine-to-five job. And he has his life. So they separate his nine-to-five memories from his current life. Okay. So that when you're at work, you have no memories of your your outside self. So as to make you be more productive, I would assume. But... uh, you know something happens one of the guys gets out he starts remembering stuff and then chick it's awesome so that's only like six or seven episodes in and it's a real uh it's you know cliffhangers galore makes you wonder what the hell are they doing in this place why is everything happening that's been a lot of fun so severance and servant uh have been good just finished uh boardwalk empire second time around um it was felicia's first time around took us uh couple months to get through because it's what five seasons ten episodes a season blah 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 but uh steve buscemi is incredible fucking love that man you need to get some steve buscemi art in here but uh and you know i would love to see him as a marvel character
2: you know who who would you have steve buscemi be steve buscemi could totally be in there as like fucking like, because he's, he's, he's older now, too. Like, I recently saw there was like the, the like, not recently, when I would have, whenever it would have came out, the King of Sand Island, Judd Apatow's movie.
0: Okay, never saw that, but yeah, I, I it's know. It's not about that good, it. it's the
2: one with Pete Davidson. For sure.
0: I wasn't going to watch it, but please. But
2: like, tell seeing me about him it. in there it was one of those things where I was like, huh, like, he was in that movie, yeah. But it, yeah, because he he plays one of the volunteer fire, or he plays one of the firefighters. Cause, right, right, right. You know, Bill Burr plays a firefighter, mm-hmm. and of course, Bill, you know, Steve Buscemi in real life used to be a firefighter during really? nine. Yeah, dude, he's someone who during 9-11, this motherfucker suited up like just yeah, showed shit. up to his local fucking firehouse suited up and fucking went like he he runs like some like i think still to this day because i know kevin smith is partaking in it like some charity for like volunteer firefighters yeah, yeah, yeah. and things like that no steve buscemi is the fucking man like he is someone who yeah when all that shit was going down nine eleven, just showed up and was like yeah like i used to be a firefighter so it's amazing like
0: can, can I'm you th- imagine burning building help me help me Steve Buscemi breaks the door down. Uh, I'm okay. Is there anyone else behind you that could carry me out? <laughs> <laughs> because I don't know if you can be.
2: Over, uh, you imagine me. he like brings Adam Sandler with him, and he, you know, they're just like, "Help me!" He's like, "There's a da- 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 da, fire." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: Enough with the bad jokes. Just help me <laughs> that, point the direction. Never
2: mind. They start fucking crawling towards the fire. Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah, dude. I mean, I feel like. He could he's, be like uh, Morph. He could be an X Man, uh, like an older X Man. Dude, he could be Professor Xavier.
0: No, yeah. <laughs> come on. He's he's a, you know he's a gangly guy. I think I think Morph would actually be perfect for the man.
2: Well, that's the thing that I so uh, the one thing that I like now with like the Marvel shows in particular. So I just uh, just yesterday, um, uh, well, yesterday for uh, today for normal people, oh, of course, uh, the first episode of Moon Knight dropped True. and. Uh, it's one of those things where I was like, because er- er- earlier in the Marvel days, they would get some names, but, but you know, your the reason that your Hemsworth and your Evans and your Tom Hiddlestons that they're the big household names that they are for now sure. is because they were cheap, mm. they were relatively unknown, and they were able to like, we're gonna pay, we're gonna pay you this much for fucking ten movies that they now probably have to pay them that sum for one movie yeah you know um
0: it's interesting it's the other way around now with we're getting a super hot actor and
2: isaacs but yeah and now they're at the point where they're like hey who are leads uh oscar isaacs and ethan hawk you know like they're able to to do that and like i saw some like fucking off like rumor that was like george clooney is supposed to like be in there too or something like that and it's like honestly like you know, five years ago, I would have been like, I don't know if they're there yet, but mm-hmm. like when I saw Robert Redford show up in like, uh, you know, The Winter Soldier, sure. that's when I was like, okay, like I guess fucking this is this is a thing that they're doing yeah, now. Like,
0: I mean, they they need to work too. Uh, these yeah. these older actors, these more uh, established, um, you know, respectable, uh, yeah, high, yeah, yeah, really you know, like, high up on like, the hierarchy of yeah. Hollywood
2: because it like it makes sense to you know you have like your michael douglas's fucking show up and mm-hmm. you're just like of course yeah like you are the perfect person to like be this girl. so I, I i mean definitely it works uh, yeah yeah someone that steve buscemi could play is you know it's, it's something like that something in like an older role where he doesn't necessarily have to uh, you know like do anything because that I, it,
0: could, I could see them like almost seems like a doctor strange almost character and you could just throw cgi all over him
2: see if he was younger if he was younger steve buscemi if yeah. we're talking about like fucking peak uh adam sandler fucking movie steve buscemi i would have said you, he could be mr fantastic because he in be a weird looking mr. he is fantastic. in uh spy kids 2 he plays like a wow. uh, like a mad scientist in it uh-huh. and it's it's a fucking it's a good role and mm-hmm. so i think based on that i'm like you know what this guy could this guy could be like a fucking like Mr. Fantastic, you know, because I assume from Boardwalk Empire, it's just a lot of dialogue.
0: Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's all dialogue, but he he plays, uh, you know, a gangster politician mob boss type guy, and it's it's probably what he I would think what he's most known for with that and like Fargo, but um, yeah, amazing uh, show, um, can't recommend it enough it's it has uh the most characters Mm -hmm. not just you know um you know i i understand uh you know every show has characters but these are like literal stereotype like kind of characters like cartoon characters come to life and it's it's a lot of fun because most of it is based on actual people that existed in the i believe turn of the century like the 1900s uh during prohibition so it's it's a good one to uh to bring it back to a couple of recommendations i have uh and then i i can't i always want to recommend uh, diners drive-ins and
2: knives that's always uh, high on our list See, the, the the one show that i'm constantly trying to put people onto um specifically more because uh with there's two characters from the show that mm. showed up in this most recent batman movie but um the leftovers that is one that I'm constantly yeah yeah. Because, no, I've
0: I've heard about it. I haven't seen it. It's only like two seasons, right? Three seasons. Three seasons and extremely depressing but mysterious.
2: The first step, the first season, yeah. is a bummer. Yeah, like it is. But it's it's the, the thing. It's very. It's a bummer, but it's written very well. And then by the time you get to the second season and the third season, like yeah. it is more. It is more of like a mystery, but like it is you you would. I feel. Just from knowing you, you would particularly enjoy season two and three for sure. But maybe more so than season one because again, it is—it's the the first one is just the first season is a little bit of a bummer, but yeah. it, it's just a, a so completely people disappear, tonal right? shift. the The gist of it is uh, October fourth, I believe, October fourth or October fourteenth. Um, like one—it's like one percent of the world's population just disappears uh. and. You never know what happens. So that that that's the thing. The the, the what is that like six like a million people or something? About a Somewhere, million people. Uh, yeah. yeah, like disappeared. And then the thing too, the show is that it's not about the people who disappeared and where they went to. It is the effects of everyone afterwards. Exactly. Right. So uh, Justin Thoreau he um fuck what the fuck is his name but he he plays uh uh police chief it's kevin yeah, garvey it's all, you
0: give me the gist of it yeah, yeah.
2: kevin is a small town and yeah. he's the police chief because after this happens his dad um who who he's a great fucking actor he's uh fuck he's the old dude who fucking shows up in daredevil uh scott oh, glenn stick yeah. yeah, Scott Glenn. So His dad, he goes fucking crazy. So yeah. he gets locked up in a mental institution. So now he's tasked with like, this isn't even a job he really wanted. Mm-hmm. It was more so just like, well, my dad's chief. I'm just fucking doing this. Now he's sort of stuck with it. And so, and it's just juxtaposed with him dealing with, there's a group that they don't, I, I forget the, the name, but they don't speak. They don't talk. Yeah. Their whole purpose. They just smoke cigarettes, they right? smoke cigarettes. Right. Their, their whole purpose is to convert people to like, this wasn't the rapture. Nothing happened. Like, you're wasting your time. Like, nothing happened. Like, they're just really dickish about the way they go. Yeah. You know? Um,
0: what do you mean nothing happened? My wife is gone.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of people who try to put, like, some sort of religious connotation to it. And yeah. they're just their thing is, like, no. it Nothing happened. Can't explain it. Can't don't, explain it. Yeah. Don't even think about it. Um. Yeah, very weird. Very cult-like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but in his wife cold and very cold. Yeah. And his wife joins, you know, that. And mm-hmm. so he, he's sort of stuck in the middle because all the townspeople, you know, they constantly want to put violence on them. And he's the one who has to like, no, no, no. Um, and he meets the character, but played by Carrie Coon, who again, she, great actress. Like if you guys fucking, she just
0: sold her house around here. You know that?
2: Shut up. Yeah.
0: Really? Yeah. She, uh, Felicia told me it was on the, uh, it was on the news that she just uh, sold like her compound here in Wicker Park. No shit. Yeah, she's been married to that uh, that one dude who um, who's on. Oh, uh, another recommendation: the fucking uh, the L.A. Lakers Showtime. That that's been amazing. You you know what I'm talking about, right? With uh, John C. Riley. Yeah, yeah, it, it's been incredible. And the actor that plays like one of the coaches is her husband. Okay. Who has done very well for himself bagging him bagging carrie coon because she is gorgeous and he's like a fucking sloth but uh
2: much like us with our girlfriends
0: uh yeah yeah that's yeah that's thank yeah exactly i appreciate that but uh no she's also in uh another uh show um oh shit it's on hbo she's uh it's Gilded Age. It's decent. She was in season 3 of Fargo too. Yeah, yeah. She but, she's uh, quite mm-hmm. good and she's in that uh The Avengers as the um
2: Proxima Midnight, yeah. She's in God, God Girl. You, she's but, in God uh, Girl yeah, as well. She, she plays an she's, alien with a stick. She's in Ghostbusters Afterlife. She's in a lot of things, but in in this show in particular uh-huh. she she's uh her family disappeared. Yeah. Like her kids and her husband disappear and so she and again in this town there's you know there's certain people where it's like, "Oh, oh shit we know eric because his fucking you know his dad disappeared and mm. so now it's just him and his mom right you know so it's like that and she again the more one of the more famous people because her whole family just fucking up and left right and you know it's 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 them sort of getting together and stuff like that yeah. and uh there's um her brother places like so so again people have sort of lost their fucking faith i mean rightfully so of you course. know and uh christopher eccleson uh, another fucking great actor i know he was in doctor who he, he, he's he been doing a bunch of shit but he is like the super overly religious person yeah you know who's almost like sort of a nuisance to everyone of course. um you know and he again him just trying to convert everyone he has a wife who she's paralyzed and he you know he's constantly like she talks to me like, no, like she gets up and talks to me, you know, and is everyone kind of just like, uh huh, sure. Yeah. Um, but again, just a really good show. And again, one of those things where it's like, it's only three seasons. Uh, but Justin Thoreau, yeah. He's someone who I'm just like, like, y- y- I don't know. I mean, I'm sure be- because of how much you watch, there's certain actors where you're just like, why isn't this person like bigger? Bigger. Yeah. You know, like he's in stuff. Mm hmm he i know he, he does a lot of writing like he did some writing for the first iron man he did some writing did he, he? yeah for zoolander like he, he does a lot of writing stuff i remember he was in star wars and fucking the the shitty ryan johnson one mm-hmm. and i remember i was so excited because they were like fucking was was like, All right, my boy justin theroux and this is fucking cool yeah he cameos when they're in like the casino scene literally just that like he just and i was like like really you Pretty could brutal like fucking brutal but like are there as we sort of just wind down here mm. uh is there any like actor right now that you feel people should fucking go out of their way to fucking check out like, uh shit. i mean you're you know you're the movie and the tv
0: guy no i'm not uh you know i mean i love sam rockwell he's uh every time you see him he adds to any movie he's in uh who else is hot right now uh, did you ever see moon with sam rockwell yeah yeah it's awesome Yeah, it's a good movie. I don't know if you've heard of this guy, Morgan Freeman. Um, Kind of uh, new to the scene. He's got a couple movies under his belt, but, you know, I think he's pretty good. I think he's going to go places. Um, uh, Who else? Who else? You know, there's uh, Jack Nicholson. I don't fucking know. (laughs) I mean, listen, uh, beyond the recommendations I gave everyone's doing great right now you know we just had that ridiculous uh oscar bullshit happen which you know we don't know if it's real or fake or whatever.
2: can you imagine can you imagine felicia making you look like a fucking idiot to the entire world mm. for two years straight and then still fucking running on stage. Running on stage to fucking slap someone who made a joke at her... A comedian who made a joke at a fucking award show. Yeah. And then fucking crying later on the night and saying you were defending your family.
0: Yeah, it's rough. Um, and, and the worst is it, it sucks for the the Williams sisters and the actors that played them quest that,
2: quest love was the one who's who was being presented this award as Will Smith did all that really yeah he, I, he yeah he had just won an Oscar for uh I mean something music related obviously yeah
0: and then what they had to cut to commercial or something after that happened and then we never get to see quest love I'm up.
2: not sure I didn't watch but I know it's it terrible. was one of those things yeah but
0: no I mean like I was saying they they took the spotlight off of you know all these people that are working hard to make a good movie and you know i'm not going to put it past will smith i'm sure he was incredible as uh, as the father of the two daughters but it just sucks that they took away from the the people that really worked hard and wanted the spotlight versus you know another fucking actor bringing everything towards him and then everyone deciding to give him a standing ovation for some fucking nonsense so it's it's too bad. Uh, it's great television, but, um, you know, everything. I'm is sure real. it won't be happening uh, ever again. I'm sure there's going to be, I don't know, I don't, uh, a fucking fence around the stage now that he has to climb over or something. Or. I'll
2: tell you what, next time, just have Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Mm. They had the wrong rock up presenting there presenting because yeah. you have that guy. That, that guy would have said anything, and he would have just been like, <laughs> you're right, Rocky. It's Look, you're so right. funny. You're fucking, you're fucking right. Uh, <laughs> all right well fuck eric you know thanks again for, for coming back on thanks for having uh me. no for sure uh again you are the movie guy and stuff like that so of course uh you know we'll uh i'll have to bring you on for for an episode of scrum family video for sure, you know, we didn't so even we can... talk about the batman and how it put me to sleep but that's for another time that is for another time yeah uh any final words before we get the he double hockey sticks out of here
0: well i got a hockey game uh tonight uh and i hope to throw a w uh your way yeah and uh you know listen thanks for having me thanks for listening i hope i didn't uh bore everyone listening but uh it's always very nice to come on and uh talk
2: yeah and listen hopefully we'll be seeing you in a new uh you know youtube mini series sooner rather than later we'll Uh have more on that later but uh (laughs) okay thanks uh thanks again eric thank you Thank you again, to Eric Zussman, for that wonderful interview. Uh, again, could have f- could have fucking kept the conversation going for uh, you know probably another hour, but uh, I already you know you, you poor guys have been listening already so much up front. Uh, so again, thank you to Eric, and yeah, I, de- I definitely want to have him on uh, some episodes for uh, Family Video. I reached out to some of you guys too, uh, who I, I owed episodes to. Uh, you know, they're uh, recording. Um, scrum family video i know i talked to uh, to rachel and uh i'll be recording with her and joe when we're uh you know we're all hanging out again for for double or nothing so that should be fun now i I, God, I can't wait for you to meet fucking like, joe and rachel you're gonna love them like
1: i can't wait
2: yeah i with J- joe he's someone who i'm just like this guy's just the fucking coolest like, he, he, you know, like, I'm always telling Rachel, I'm like, oh God, I was like, I'm so jealous of you hanging around with Joe so much. He's just the fucking coolest. What about Rachel? Isn't she cool? Oh, Rachel's fucking awesome, too. <laughs> I love Rachel, too. Like, I, her her, and I get to fucking nerd over Yu-Gi-Oh all the fucking time. So, it's just, it's the best. Like, I remember it was when we, we were recording on the Jericho cruise. <sighs> it was, like, me and Stink with Joe. And then we started talking one of us brought up Yu-Gi-Oh! and then it turned into it just turned into like a fucking like a five minute like if like everyone shut the fuck up me and rachel are talking Yu-Gi-Oh!. uh so yeah you know love joe love rachel um so yeah can't wait to can't wait to see them um very quickly though uh one of the things that i had to mention was uh so so today we, we went and hung out with your mother it was her her birthday you know shout out shout out uh shout out maria you know, big
1: six oh,
2: big six oh eight looks twenty one. Just just like your niece said, looks twenty one as like, far 21st. as I'm concerned. Twenty first, um, and one of the things that she kept telling me was like she was like, um, that I had to see your stepdad's collection of toys because again, like you know, like she knows like I'm a fucking I've, nerd. I
1: tried to describe it, but and
2: honestly neither you or your mom did it justice because and, and to be fair so she's like he he loves collecting all this stuff too because like i remember for christmas like I, I got your mom some like baby yoda stuff and she was like oh man she's like my husband is going to fucking be so jealous uh and she just she would always just mention it anytime we you know we hung around she would always just mention how like you need to see his collection you need to see this collection and you were like, yeah, it's it's pretty cool and stuff like that. You undersold it. You undersold. I
1: said he had a very cool collection and that it took up. I said his whole basement, which you had never been there. I mean, you had been to my mom's, but like briefly. I said the whole basement. And he has a room, and then he has a bedroom full of straight comic books, like boxes and boxes of
2: boxes. I said that. So we're about to leave, and you know she's like, oh, you know, sh- you know, show him your room, show him your room, and your stepdad's like. He kind of looked like, ah.
1: Oh. He was like moping around. He's having a lazy day.
2: Yeah. And that's why I thought about it. And I was like, no, I was like, it's all right, man. Like, you know, just show me next to me. He's like, no, no, no. Like, I'll show you now. And I'm like, okay. And so we go down We go down the stairs. And right away, there's like this little shelf. A little shelf. Two, it's like two or three little shelves with just like random things. And he's like, oh, this is it. And I swear, and I literally thought that was everything. And I was just like, oh, Cool, like very underwhelmed. I was like, Is this what he's been fucking talking about? Like, it's cool, but like, and then he opens this room. I, it was still quite the collection in the basement, though. No, but like, literally, when you walk down the stairs, like, right to the oh, left. This...
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. A was, little, yeah. Like... The, the little,
2: that's something. I was like, this Is looking it? I, I talk about it all the time. We talked about it in this interview with Eric, where he describes the office for you guys. Um, his first time. So he describes the office for you guys, and I talk about all the time here my the, the massive collection of toys, and I will be uh, I, I I'll be doing some something in here so you guys can fucking see, because uh, right now I think Clifford Frazier and Jesse Kohlenberg are pretty much the only patrons who have seen the office, um, mm-hmm. but uh, he opens the door and holy shit! I, so again, I talk about I was like, if I die, all these toys would be here with me. My office has shit. It has fucking shit uh, on it. Like, the amount I was immersed, fully immersed in a giant room full of fucking toys you had your fucking alien and predator figures you had your horror figures you had your marvel legends you had your dc walking figures Your walking dead he had a spawn figure like he had so much shit and i'm just like i'm about to like convulse and start fucking foaming at the mouth it's just how much cool shit like i'm looking at everything you know he has his fucking his his display cases full of shit. i'm looking at everything i'm like holy shit this is so fucking cool and then like towards the back of the room he has some star wars stuff and i'm like oh dude like this star Wars, like this looks so fucking cool and again he's been kind of like kind of a little mopey kind of just like a little like eh you know i probably didn't want everyone at his house because it was all of us the whole family there Mm -hmm. then he goes give me a second i'm gonna go grab the key so i can show you this room and I'm like, there's no fucking way that anything this guy shows me is gonna be as impressive as this. Again, like, and I'm like, and I'm like, babe, what the fuck? Like, this is so fucking cool. It is literally a a giant room, just like like if anyone's ever been to uh, to pro wrestling tees, it's like as big as like our uh, the lunchroom, the break room, mm-hmm. like literally that size, but just toys everywhere he had a more impressive collection than any like
1: there's even toys like standing on the tv all kind everywhere surrounding you
2: so much like it was more impressive than any vintage toy store i've ever fucking been to like i was just like holy shit this is awesome and he's like oh comes back downstairs with this key he's like yeah check this out opens opens the door and shows me his star wars room this this man your stepfather owns everything Like I'm not even being hyperbolic In that he owns everything Star Wars And
1: usually in double He always buys two And
2: in double He fucking buys two He keeps one in pack And lets the other one breathe So much fucking cool Like toys ever like and i like i was just in such awe
1: like, watch your step there's a little stuff everywhere you can't really walk in here right now
2: so much shit yeah it was so like it was so fucking cool like i again because i was in such awe i didn't take any pictures or vi- i wish i would have like taken a picture or video or something but i was just like just in such awe looking at everything and then once i start talking start like my again your, your stepdad like I never got the vibe that he didn't like me or anything, but I'm just like, I I, I, the minute we start talking fucking Star Wars toys, start talking toys in general, you had left. You were outside for probably like 10 minutes. Longer. Long, honestly, probably yeah, like 10, 15 minutes, maybe even 20. And it then, was
1: at least 20. I was like, my feet are cold. I'm going to go. <laughs> you yeah. he didn't hear worse. But, me and your stepdad aw.
2: were just sitting there talking, and it was like one of those things where he's like he's like yeah he's you know like we're just talking about like how much we hate target exclusive fucking toys like just like just having a fucking a a gay old time talking about like how much we love our fucking toys and nerdy shit um you know literally we're just like he's like you know he's like he's like, I I don't drink, I don't, you know, smoke, I don't, I don't do anything, I don't gamble, he's like, I don't, he's like, I spend all my money and free time on just, like, the nerdy shit that I love, and then in there, I was like, I fucking love your stepdad, I was like, because I am the exact same goddamn way, and I was like, yeah, man, I was like, it's fucked up, I was like, because sometimes Veronica and I will go out, and, you know, I was like, I'll, I'll, I'll see a, a fucking $600, uh, Iron Man bust, and I'm like, oh man, that looks so cool, I wish I could buy that. And then in my ear comes a little devil. She goes, "Buy it. It would look so nice. So cool." And I'm just like, "No, I can't do not until we own a house can I fucking start buying shit like this because uh if I just I I'd, I I'd barely I'd barely have room in here. I mean, my new office I will hopefully have a lot more room. Um but like you know, I'm just like, no, stop. Don't like don't do that. You know, and you're very much just like, do it. You gotta do it. Just fucking do it. You gotta make those decisions. You just gotta do it. I'm on I literally I'm on I have two separate Iron Man fucking displays. Let me ask you this. When have you
1: ever bought
2: a figure or
1: any kind of toy and had buyer's
2: remorse? Every single time. Really? Yeah. I've I constantly have Catholic fucking guilt because actually no i don't know like listen i grew up poor now that i have disposable income any single time i buy anything i'm just like why didn't i buy that no but you know what i will say no yeah you're, you're right honestly no i fucking don't even when like i have my fucking autographed uh the only autographed brendan Fraser, uh mummy fucking play set over there and i remember when i bought that i was like why did i spend so much money but you know what Right next to fucking that is my Effie Award with my fucking actual Effie Award and my certificate uh, for it. So I don't regret it. I'm someone, again, like, if it makes me happy, I'm going to fucking buy it. Like,
0: yep.
2: I just, I started buying old Eddie Guerrero figures because I never got to when I was a kid. And you know what? Call
1: call me the devil for encouraging you, but it could be worse. I could be one of those nagging girlfriends. It's like, why are you spending your money on that? Don't do that. Like, No. We both work for our money, spend it how we want.
2: I, fucking, I love you, um, much like I love the patrons of this show. Uh, of course, uh, you two can become a patron for as low as uh, five bucks or uh, at Patreon.com forward slash PWTcast. Again, this month, um, I'm gonna fucking force you to sit down and we're gonna record some fucking spooky conspiracy sh- theory shit and to bring back scrum and stakes detective agency. I know Mark said he wants to, uh, do some go, go scrum and stank stuff. So that, but again, and that, that is for the $10 and up tiers. Again, if you just want to hear some fucking movie reviews from us, um, Patreon.com forward slash PWTcast. cast, sign up for the five buck tier this month. There's several Fridays, uh, in the month. So you'll be getting an additional one. Cause normally it's only about four that you get again. So this month it'll be Sonic the Hedgehog beyond the mat, mad max fury road sorry to bother you and then uh our uh, review is universe that uh trevor and and juan we've been doing uh jay and silent bob strike back so uh yeah again all those for those five bucks a dollar a week and you know you get the awesome some fun content um but yeah if you want to sign up for that you can uh and another perk is i give a shout out to them because again i do appreciate all those people like um you know it's I'm never gonna get rich from this And that is totally fine As it's never been my goal To ever get fucking uh, Rich and famous from this I don't expect to ever be You know You are
1: rich in a sense you
2: have these people that friends of the show that love i listen i genuinely no i genuinely i love the people that that support the show that listen to the show a lot of these people like earlier er, earlier in the day i was talking to steve feast um you know about like he's like yeah him and his wife want to come you know through to chicago and i'm like dude fucking yeah like let's fucking you know like if you do let me know i'll give you the fucking tour you know i probably fucking sit down here and record something with him you know uh so many fucking cool people that i've gotten to meet through this um and again genuine like friendships i i know i'm not on social media i'm not always just the most talkative person you know but i i do try to keep in contact with these people and and talk to them because again um like i have a full-time job uh so it is sometimes hard to get this stuff done but to me this has never felt like a job this has always felt um like a genuine passion of mine and that's because this is something i'm genuinely passionate about you know the amount of times where it's like sorry i can't do this i have to go record a podcast and sometimes people would like scoff at me and it's like i don't care like I want to sit down and fucking uh you know, nerd out over fucking Mad Max Fury Road because yeah, you got a
1: problem with it, beat
2: it. Yeah, beat it, you fucking nerds. I say that as a you know, uh stared by fucking nerd office. But no, it is something I genuinely like. And again, um yeah, I just I appreciate all the support, you know, because um every week I'm convinced that I'm going to look at the downloads and it's going to be like, nobody, li- it's just going to say LMFAO with like a bunch of O's, you know, it's gonna be like only Mark listen this week. And I'll be like, well, at it least Mark, you,
1: it tells you who listens. No, oh. no. I was like, what?
2: <laughs> no, you know, in my mind, that's going to be a message from, you know, from them. That's like, you know, LMFAO with a bunch of O's. It's like, you think people still listen? You only Mark listen this week, not even Veronica. Um, But, you know, again, I I do appreciate all you guys. So I want to give a huge shout out to all you guys, because, again, without you guys, you know, you guys help keep this thing running. Uh, So a huge shout out to Clifford Frazier, Jesse Kohlenberg, Mark Villeneuve, Joshua Davis, the invincible man himself, Ryan Mears, uh, Manuel Flanagan, Jonathan Mayer. Hot Topic Joe, Ryan Crossley, Taffy, Vivian, Anthony Torres, My Godfather Jesus.
1: Shout out Jesus. Shout
2: out Jesus. Good old B Dornick. Uh Katie Fabe, Steve Fees, Rachel, and of course, uh Michael. And no longer call him stupid Michael. There's a stupider Michael out there. And you guys can piece together who that is. Um, so yeah, this has been a little bit of a longer episode, but hey, it's uh, episode 140, so we're celebrating something i guess what are the other um but yeah just uh again thanks to everyone who stuck around who stuck around this long because we got 140 episodes i didn't think we we're gonna make it to 10 episodes i was convinced you know I was going to convince Dave was going to be like, yeah, 140, no fucking way. I'm out of here. But I think he stuck around for like 120, 114, I believe, was actually how much he stuck around for. Um, and so, yeah, thank you. You guys, a lot of you guys have stuck around for that much. It's been almost three years, I think, of this. No, maybe.
1: Mm, I don't know. Yeah, right? Didn't you say you started early
2: 2019? Probably. Listen, I, I am like Dr. Manhattan. Time doesn't work the same for me as it does for all mm, you guys mm. reference. You don't understand, babe. Yeah, But some people will. Ryan Crossley, he knows exactly what I'm talking about. No, Ryan Mears, maybe Ryan Crossley. I don't know if Ryan Crossley's ever, how how much of a Watchmen fan that he is. Uh, we'll talk about it when he comes on the podcast. Uh, but uh, thank you again, everyone. And uh, like I said, patreon.com forward slash pwtcast. And uh, for this week's episode, I've been Scrump. And I'm
1: Veronica. And and is, don't go around fooling anyone. It's not April Fool's anymore.
2: People, that's how this goes. Is yeah. a friend of the show, Kenny Omega. Yeah. Kenny Omega here, friend of the show. We've run out of things to say here at the PWT Cast, and so I must bid you adieu. Goodbye and good night. Bang bang.